I fear not the dark itself, but what may lurk within it. Welcome to Lurk, bringing you creepy, strange, and bone-chilling stories with your host, Jamie Jackson. Welcome to this week's podcast. I hope everyone celebrating a holiday this last week had a good one. And just a reminder that there's just over a month until our first festival this year, the Sasquatch Saturday event on June 24th at Piney Run Park in Mount Airy, Maryland is coming up. Also, the Patreon account for Lurk has launched so you can become a Lurk patron. For just $5 a month, you can help support the show and you receive a sticker, a shout out in an episode, and bonus episodes, at least two bonus episodes per month. So with that, uh, even though we just launched today, we already have two patrons. So shout out to Liz T, who was our very first patron. Thank you, Liz. And yes, in case you're wondering, this is Liz with So Sci-Fi and Beyond that I travel to shows with quite a bit. And our second patron was Kirsty C. So I hope I said your name properly. Anyway, so look for the different links for that and consider supporting the show. Your $5 a month goes to the cost of hosting the podcast and paying for domain names and helping to upgrade equipment so that I don't have a squeaky chair that clicks and makes weird noises and it will also go to help with travel expenses to start traveling to different locations to do investigations and bring you more EVP. This week, we are going to be heading to the Caribbean for our topic. I wish personally that I was heading to the Caribbean. I could definitely use some beach time or a cruise. I don't know if you can tell, but my voice might sound kind of funky because I am just dying from allergies. Anyway, we are going to look at a cryptid from the Caribbean for this episode. The creature that we're going to be discussing is known as the Lusca. The Lusca is a term given to one of the most feared sea monsters in the region. The creature is deadly and prowls the deeps and feeds on unsuspecting people. They can travel alone and are sometimes seen traveling in a group. I don't know what a group of luskas would be called. A group of octopus is a consortium, and a group of squid is a squad. So maybe it's just a squad of luskas. Anyway, the lusca is what is called a chimera, which means it's made up of different parts of different animals. And the lusca is made up of some of the Caribbean's most feared animals. The upper part of the monster is composed of a shark's head and torso, right up to the dorsal fin. But it's not just any shark. It is, of course, the head and torso of a great white, one of the most feared sharks in the world. 
It has a huge elongated jaw lined with razor sharp teeth and its eyes can see in the blackest of waters. Like a shark, its senses are tweaked to perfection. The lower half of the creature is made up of an octopus body with muscled tentacles. Like an octopus, it can travel through small patches of land or shallow water. It can also change color to camouflage itself and blend into the environment. It has the ability to worm its way into small crevices and underground caves, rugged seabeds, and edges of the continental shelf. It can swim and glide through the water and can drag a strong man to his death in the blink of an eye. The Luska is said to be lightning fast and can grow up to 250 feet, with the smallest coming in at a respectable 75 feet. The Luska's main stomping ground is in the Caribbean, primarily around Florida, the Bahamas, and Belize, and they are most commonly associated with the blue holes. And since some of you may not be familiar with what a blue hole is, I'm going to enlighten you. A blue hole, by definition, is a circular, steep-walled depression in a bank or island that is open to the surface. It is basically a marine sinkhole and is composed of carbonate bedrocks. A blue hole descends hundreds of kilometers and connects to mysterious tunnels. Basically, most of these blue holes were formed in the Ice Age time frame. And then when the seas came up further, they were filled with water. And, of course, they are connected to different caves and tunnels. So there's lots of hiding places. These holes are nearly perfectly round and are sometimes called the pupils of the sea. Because they were such a mystery for so long, people created quite a few stories about them. The Chinese thought that they were portals to an underground palace ruled by dragons, and the Mayans thought that they were gateways to the underworld. It's not really hard to believe that there would be fantastical stories of blue holes. Most are around 300 feet deep, with one of the deepest more than 600 feet. And for many years, there was no way for people to know what exactly was down there. But something is lurking in the depths. The Reporter newspaper of February 25, 1972, carried the story of the sighting of the Blue Hole Monster. It was entitled The Legend of the Blue Hole Monster, and it reads... It was huge, Captain Ray declared. The monster arched and dove at an incredible speed, Chris Biaggi said. The water became turbulent, noted George Strauss. The creature had a snake-like head with large red eyes that looked like flashlights, recalled Marisol, of her strange encounter with what must be the longest sea creature alive. Four people three Americans and one Venezuelan, a woman, were out diving by the blue hole for fun. All four of them saw an unusual sea creature which, for size and elusiveness, can compare with the Loch Ness Monster of Scotland. Scientifically, if other independent documentation can be obtained, the blue hole monster could become one of the great biological discoveries of marine life. The descriptions which follow are taken from the affidavits of the eyewitnesses themselves. The charts and diagrams are from Captain Ray's pen. 
The creature is an artist's impression of what the blue hole monster must, must look like. Chris Biaggi of 26 Hayward Avenue, San Mateo, California states, While following the bubbles of two scuba diving companions, I was making a free dive to approximately 40 feet to see if I could make visible contact with the divers. Suddenly, from underneath a shelf, which concealed the divers, the large snake-like creature appeared. From a distance of about 30 feet, I could notice on the back of the cylindrical object a long row of spiny fins, which rippled with snake-like movements, propelling the beast through the water. In a matter of seconds, the entire 100 feet length of the monster arched below me and then dove into the depth of the blue hole at an incredible speed, and as the last flick of the tail passed underneath, I could feel a strong current forcing me upward. Jeff Strauss of 8420 Indian Hill Road, Cincinnati, Ohio, states, On February 11, 1972, at about 9 a.m. in the morning, I was out snorkeling at the Blue Hole with Captain Ray, a guide and charter boat captain of K. Calker, British Honduras, in the center of the Lighthouse Reef Atoll, and Marisol Escobar of Venezuela and Chris Biaggi of California. Marisol and Captain Ray were scuba diving, and Chris was snorkeling. All of a sudden, a blue snake-like tail passed, me, passed below me about a 100 feet below. I was on the surface, and I only saw the tail end of the creature. To me, it looked like the end of a flashing blue roller coaster that looped up and then dove out of sight into the black depth of the blue hole. The part I saw was about three feet wide, I estimate, and tapered to a point. A few moments after it passed out of sight and the water became turbulent. Marisol Escobar, a Venezuelan woman of 20, East 9th Street, New York, New York, states, I was scuba diving at the Blue Hole, and when I was about 130 feet down, while looking down on Captain Ray, I saw a snake-like creature. The creature was curved around a giant 30-foot-long stalactite and then swam out from under the shelf. The stalactite was hanging from, and then swam up to me. The creature had a snake-like head with large red eyes that looked like flashlights. It was a bright, almost iridescent blue, bluish-green fins on the top. I was so scared that I grabbed the side of the wall of the hole and started climbing up the rocks until Captain Ray pulled me off. I did not stop to decompress. Rather, I shot straight to the surface. Afterwards, when I was back, I thought in a terrifying way it was the most beautiful creature I had ever seen. Captain Ray Oxillo, veteran scuba diver, leader of the scuba team, and a man not given to underwater illusions, testified in his affidavit. I was down at 165 feet at the base of a huge 30-foot stalactite on a sloping cave roof, on the northwest side of the blue hole of Lighthouse Reef Atoll and was feeling good from a little nitrogen narcosis and planned to go down another 60 feet. I looked around and up to check on my buddy, skin diver Marisol, who was 30 to 40 feet above me. I was startled to see a huge serpentine-like eel going straight towards her. It was huge. It veered off as she showed fright and grabbed frantically at a piece of coral outcropping on the sheer wall over the abyss. It 
the eel, came up and out towards the center of the hole and disappeared into the blackness. At that moment, I followed its snake-like skin come. At that moment, I followed its snake-like body coming backwards and found its tail still coming out from the darkness behind the stalactites. It was a brilliant fluorescent blue in color and had a deeper blue on top. Along its back was a fin, the full length of its body, similar to the one on an iguana. From the time I saw its head veer off and disappear into the darkness, some forty feet away from Marisol, to the time the tail writhed past me, thirty feet below her, I would estimate its length at 125 feet. Its width at the widest was at least two times Marisol's body size from my lower viewpoint. She, Marisol, was so terrified I had to ascend and pull her off the sheer coral wall, which she was frantically climbing, using hands and feet with her fins, showering rocks and sand below, forgetting she could swim upwards. I calmed her with some gestures and signals, and we ascended to 40 feet on the upper shelf and started decompression, the scariest 10 minutes of waiting in my life. There's really no telling what all can be living down in those holes. Though there was a monster sighted in 1972, it was a little different than the Luska. One example of the Luska is the decomposed body that was discovered on Anastasia Beach in Florida. It was called the St. Augustine Monster. The monster was a large carcass that was thought to be a giant octopus that washed ashore in 1896. The description of the Luska varies a bit in different tellings. Some describe it as a shark-octopus hybrid, like I mentioned. Others say it's a giant octopus that has been misidentified. Other descriptions give it many of the same characteristics as a colossal squid. Sometimes it is even said to have multiple heads and dragon-like features, and it's called simply an evil spirit. There are even descriptions that make it a chimera of a different sort, more of a combination of squid and eel, which is possibly more like the creature seen in the 1972 account. It is assumed that the Luska's main food source are the crustaceans that also live in the caves and rocks where the Luska is said to live. The creature has inspired terror amongst fishermen and scuba divers in and around the blue holes for decades. It's been said that there are eyewitness accounts of the Luska killing people who get too close to its lair, and has even been said to drag people from the shore and down into its caves. Disappearances of swimmers and cave divers in the area are often attributed to the Luska. Some sources claim locals have witnessed the Luska snatching people right off boats. And disappearances of entire boats have been blamed on the monster as well. Fishermen will pass by blue holes in silence, fearing the noise might attract the creature. In 2005, an underwater photographer reported that he was attacked by an octopus that was 50 feet long. When he put his camera out in front of him to protect himself, the octopus took it and disappeared into a cave. There was an account of a man who was swimming near a blue hole around sundown. He was violently grabbed and pulled underwater. He managed to get away and get to shore and later noticed he had huge sucker marks on his thigh where he had been grabbed. 
Then there was a crew of divers that were actively searching for the Luska and attempting to catch it. During their expedition, they realized something large and heavy was pulling on the traps they had set and was breaking the lines. One trap pulled so hard that the boat was dragged at a speed of one knot. One knot is slightly over one mile per hour and almost two kilometers per hour, just for reference. The onboard sonar revealed what was described by the crew as a large pyramid-shaped creature. After the boat was dragged some distance, the line went slack. The trap was pulled up and was found twisted and bent out of shape. Most recently was an article from August 2022. It reads, Multiple reports of Aluska, a large sea creature with tentacles and teeth blamed for attacks in the Bahamas, this week have Black Tip Island scuba divers, snorkelers, and swimmers wary of entering the water, island authorities said. Treated this as a hoax at first, but enough people say they've seen it, we got to take it seriously, Island Police Constable Rafe Marquette said. It's basically a shark with tentacles, or an octopus with teeth, depending on who's describing it, about 20 feet long. We're telling folks to use their best judgment about going in the sea, Marquette said. No Luska attacks on record, but anything that big and that toothy, you got to be mindful of it. Can't guarantee folks' safety. Longtime locals say the threat is real. Been a while since the Luskas come into the shallows, local cryptozoologist Antonio Fletcher said. Live way down the wall under the island. That's what gets divers who go too deep. Coming close to shore like this, it's looking for food, or a host for its eggs. Divers are right to be afraid. They're the low-hanging fruit out there. Last month, a couple of snorkelers had something grab them. Came out of the water with suction cup marks on their legs, Fletcher said. I warned folks then, but just got laughed off. This has happened before, you know. Got a photo from the 70s, and university studies confirmed it. Scientists disputed the claims. There's no studies from this university confirming Luskas or any other sea monster. Tipperon University Black Tip Marine Biology Professor Ernesto Mojaro said, There's zero evidence of such a cryptid's existence other than a blurry photo of some unidentified blob on the beach from 50 years ago. Cramps and sunburn are threats to swimmers. A sharktopus, not so much. Divers remain wary. Fishermen see them all the time, Chrissy Graysby said. These sightings keep happening. I'm not going near the water till somebody whacks this thing. Just last week it attacked a diver. He shoved his camera at it for defense and it snatched the camera and swam away. Otherwise we'd have photos and video. The Luska has been featured on many TV shows including Monster Quest, River Monsters, and Destination Truth. Jeremy Wade, the host for River Monsters, investigated reports of the Luska in the episode Terror in Paradise, concluding that it was most likely a large octopus. In the trailer for the episode, Wade said, My investigation now centers on whether a giant octopus could potentially catch and consume a person. I've seen this animal's amazing predatory behavior, so I know in principle this is a possibility. 
on the TV show Destination Truth, a team was sent into the Blue Holes in order to find evidence of the Luska. They discovered some quite unusual activity in the process. The Destination Truth team dove to a depth of 150 feet in a blue hole and found an opening in a wall. They used sonar and made contact with something huge that was in the water with the divers. At the same time, Josh Gates, the team leader, saw movement from something giant, which he first assumed was just part of the wall. No one was able to get a clear view of whatever this thing was, but the team was worried enough that Gates was pulled out of the water. Later, at a different spot, Gates dove down 175 feet. The crew once again picked up sonar readings of something large, and once again, Gates supposedly saw movement ahead of him. And yet again, he was unable to get a good look at it, due to the murkiness of the water and the surrounding ripples and bubbles. Movement was picked up by FLIR cameras, indicating something large was nearby. The Destination Truth team became scared enough that they turned off the lights on the boat in order to avoid attracting the creature. When the footage was analyzed by the team later, they noticed something that looked like a large tentacle, which caused them to speculate that it was possibly a large octopus or squid. So what is the Luska and is it real? I believe that it is a real creature of some kind, and most likely sightings and encounters are possibly more than one type of creature, leading to all the variations in what it looks like. The oceans are mostly unexplored, so an unidentified creature lurking in a vast blue hole and its tunnels and caverns isn't a stretch. Personally, I'm a fan of the giant octopus theory, though I do wonder if it's more squid-like. I read a book a couple of summers ago called Below by Ryan Lockwood. If you're a fan of Peter Benchley, then I'd recommend this for a summer beach read. But it is kind of scary. The sea creature in this thriller is the Humboldt squid. Though not a creature that lives in the Caribbean, it's not out of the realm of possibility to think there was a similar squid killing machine in the Caribbean waters. Humboldt squid can change colors. They possess the ability to produce bioluminescence. They are found in schools and communicate with each other, have tentacles and sharp beaks for feeding. No matter what, I'd think twice about swimming, diving, or boating anywhere near a blue hole in the Caribbean, or any underwater cave for that matter. That's going to do it for this episode. You can always find Lurk where you find your other favorite podcasts. You can also find episodes and links to our social media accounts on the website at lurkpodcast.com. Don't forget, sign up to be a Lurk patron for just $5 a month and help support the show. And until next time, keep lurking. <music>